Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Time now for the College Football Inquirer with Dan Wetzel. And smell the torch from my isolation camp. <laughs> with SI's Pat Forty. Uh, if that's popular, well, we've lost our way as a country. I would. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here's Pat and Dan. All right, welcome to the pod. Plenty going on. Despite it being the end of January. Hey, still don't have the Caleb Williams news or Jim Harkins news. <laughs> Our greatest ongoing sagas. <laughs> We've the, got, the, uh, the, the, there's three great dramas right now on the pod. Where is Caleb Williams going? What is Jim Harbaugh doing? And will Dan Wetzel end up in an isolation facility in China? <laughs> I mean, we're d- dare to dream, Pat. <laughs> I am dreaming. I, am I have dreaming. spent most of my time trying to figure out how I'm going to secure alcohol in China. That's the, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Not going to lie. I actually um, saw, our... I saw a video from Barstool yesterday where a guy was sneaking in a uh, booze into a Chinese basketball game by bringing in fruit and then like <laughs> had a syringe where he would syringe booze into a fruit. So I, I mean, I don't know about crossing the border, but maybe once you get in, I don't know. <laughs> When you get in, start looking for syringes and fruit. There yeah, you go. Exactly. Huh. huh. I'm going to try to obey all ordinances. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a wise idea. Yeah. These guys ain't, ain't effing around. No. I've written stories to get people out of prison in China. Um, so, yeah. You know, will we have? I mean, I, I think if I can get the alcohol, I'm allowed to possess it. <laughs> right. So it's the goal. Just a question of of uh, appropriation of it. I think there, there supposedly there is a a robot bartender at the main press center at the Beijing. Really? Like, so we have a robot who will mix you a drink. Huh. See how that goes? Okay. I did ask a someone who kind of knows about uh, human rights and things like that. What if the likelihood of cocktails at the isolation center? <laughs> Thought that was. Did not think that would be very likely. My plan to have my special meals be whiskey based uh may may not work but hey if i'm in the iso you uh yeah let's say this really could be like the story of the olympics can wetzel get drinks in isolation Uh can you will you end up in isolation and can you get drinks there and but you're gonna have to send video of the robot in action too if there is oh yeah i think i got a 50 50 shot of getting in the iso (laughs) yeah I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. Do you think I feel cheated if you don't? It's like if you go to China and don't see the Great Wall. If you um, go to these Olympics and don't get sent to the ISO for 10 days. Yeah. I mean, I'm not an athlete. I get the athletes don't want to get in there. They got they got stuff to do. Right. I really have nothing to do. <laughs> you just have to go pretend you're a curling expert. Yeah. Uh, but yes, you, you you should go. Did you not? You didn't do Beijing in a way? I did. Okay. Did you go to the Great Wall then? I did. Okay, so you've been once, then now ah, you're okay. It's, I mean, it hasn't moved. No. <laughs> it hasn't <laughs> gotten taller any... or smaller. <laughs> Reconstruction on it. It's just pretty yeah. much there. I, I, that I thing in the last, like, 1500s. I had a way before that, actually. Like, 500? I don't know. No. I if, don't, it's very big. I will say it is a great wall. Oh. It is aptly named. Yeah. Among all the walls in the world, it might be the greatest. Yeah. I built some stone walls back in my day, and... um <laughs> As part of the wall building community, I can tell you that that thing is. <laughs> if, if you're going to like, 
yes, if, if your goal is to go to something extraordinary outside of the Olympics, I think going into isolation in a portable trailer somewhere would be better than going to the Great Wall. I mean, we're not allowed outside the bubble unless we go to the ISO chamber. Yeah. So give it a shot. Yeah, we'll see. We're going to, you know, we're rolling the dice here. We're rolling the <laughs> dice. No fear, Pat. No fear. <laughs> That's right. Do this. Do this. Bartender. <laughs> ISO chamber 73. <laughs> Needs another round. That would be the way to keep people happy. It would be. I mean, it's not a prison, right? Like even in the prison, they make Pruno. Right, they get the fruit, and they. <laughs> I've watched enough Lock Up Raw late night oh MSNBC. Boy, here we go. Yeah, uh, Dan's gonna be making. I'm his, making Pruno in my his, 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 dietary, his dietary restrictions are. He's only can eat prunes. He's gonna be making bathtub gin and ice. So, yes, the only thing they're trying to do is keep me away from the other people, so I don't spread COVID. If I have COVID or I test, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> There's no better way to keep me away from them. If you now, just, yeah, let's let's just circle back though to that statement. It's not prison. You know you're going to an isolation <laughs> facility in China. I think it is prison. Probably Pretty rather close. do probably tomato, rather do tomato. Two, two weeks yeah. in the county. Yeah. Yeah. Rather do that, medium security and wherever they got that in Michigan. 30 days in, right? It's like there's what is it, 60 days in. Is that the show? They mm-hmm. put the regular people in there. You seen know. that show? No, you're no, asking the wrong guy. It's, it's fascinating. Yeah. Listen, I'm gonna be like Andy Dufresne, red, <laughs> chipping away at the wall. <laughs> By the end of my ISO time, I'll be willing to climb through a half a mile of whatever <laughs> to get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if the Chinese are listening, just consider the alcohol at the facility. I'm all I'm saying. Just consider yeah. it. Is there a humanitarian there a, aid? Is what? Is there a suggestion box around here? Is there? <laughs> Is there anything? I mean, I didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. (laughs) They'll decide whether you did anything wrong. Yeah, they will decide that. But that's all right. We're going to find out. Everybody at the company wants me in. (laughs) There's no way. I get a great, like, employee review. They're basically (laughs) sending me with the hope that I end up in there just for the story. (laughs) You don't know. You don't know anything about figure skating. It's like, this is true. <laughs> but you do know about solitary confinement. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be appreciated. I mean, oh, that's yeah. really, it's good to be appreciated and loved. All right. Anyway, let's get to this. I thought the most interesting news of the uh, the week in terms of college, ba- uh, I mean, college football is a uh, comment by Gary Barda, our, uh, our, our dearly departed uh a ch- playoff committee chair. Yeah. He is alive. He's not really departed. He's no longer. <laughs> he's there. alive, but we don't have to hear from him every Tuesday in November yeah, next year. I think year. he's pretty happy about that too. Uh, it'd be my be. guess. Um that is a thankless job. Anyway, he said that the uh, Big 10 is looking at moving away from divisions, dropping down to 8 games and then potentially uh, by 2023 starting the kind of alliance scheduling uh bonanza, which would just be Big 10 versus Pac-12 or ACC non-conference games, a way to kind of uh, isolate, if you will, for on the isolation. They're going to put the SEC in an isolation chamber. <laughs> yeah. Their isolation right. chamber is a palace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but get rid of divisions and uh, and then go to eight games. So And, and start in, uh, the alliance. I have a couple thoughts. I'm going to give you a couple things to, to react to, Pat. One, if we get rid of the divisions, then we have to then the big, what is the Big Ten opposing the playoff? Because we have been told that the Big Ten is against, uh, they want their six, they want five automatic bids, one for them and the other five, uh, the other four major conferences, and then one for the group of five, opposed to six, the top six. If you get rid of divisions, I think last year you might have had a Ohio State-Michigan rematch in Indianapolis. Yeah. You're pretty much guaranteeing that if there's just no way the Big Ten champion, if they're not geographically, uh, if there aren't geographic bits to it, wouldn't be one of the top six conference champs. I mean, it's just impossible. So you've, you've literally eliminated your opposition to the playoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's we'll start with that. Then we'll get into the, the scheduling if it is. What do you think? Again, I, I don't know how far the Big Ten has thought it through or how, whether the Big Ten is necessarily even aligned with its commissioner in that thinking. Uh, if you go all the way back to 2020, 
it seemed pretty clear that the commissioner and most of the conference were not aligned on what they wanted. Uh, when Kevin uh, Warren was advocating and actually pulled the trigger on a delayed season, and the most of the rest of the league went nuts at that point. So I, you know, I don't know whether he's speaking for himself or he's speaking for the league on terms of of his resistance to the current uh, playoff proposed twelve team setup. But if you do go, if you do eliminate divisions uh, in a conference where one where the divisions are very much misaligned in terms of strength, I, I really I don't I st- I'm not sure how much that helps you. Other than it, it it makes your championship game more significant. But I don't think do you want a rematch of Ohio State Michigan? Do those fans want it? I mean, one of the great things about that game last year and in many years is it is winner take all to a degree. You know, are you in the national championship or not? Are you winning the division or not? Uh, you know, there, there, there is massive stakes. And if you roll it back and play it again a week later in Indianapolis, I think you lose a lot of the impact of what that game is in the regular season. Huge impact. This, yeah. is, this is, I think, what's always been the opposition is that, and this is why you want your arch rivalry to be in your division, right? So Alabama, yeah. Auburn plays. And it's not just there's a bragging right to it, right? It's, 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 you know, a cocktail party, whatever it is. Like you get a year of bragging, right? That's college football. Like yeah. you won, you lost <laughs> and there ain't anything you can do about it for 364 days. You just got to sit there and take it. And so when you run that risk of giving that up, particularly a week later, now we've seen like the big 12 not have it. And you, so you run the risk of, so two years ago, the Texas-Oklahoma game was rematched yep. in the Big 12 title game. But that wasn't the week later. Right. But I, I don't know quite how that – how did that play out? And what – you know, because, yeah, I mean, if you're a Michigan fan and you finally beat Ohio State and you got – you storm the field like they did and it's, it's not like, oh, we got to play these guys again next week and we just gave away our game plan. Yeah. I don't know. Like that – that is a huge problem for it. Uh, yeah. At the same time, in the Big Ten, you have this incredibly lopsided East where you have Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan State. Uh, certainly, I would say four of the top five programs, if you give Wisconsin wherever you want to rank yeah. them in, and they may mm-hmm. be fourth or they may be fifth. Then if you go non-divisions, you have to have cert- all the to- all every year opponent, right? You know, you want Michigan. Michigan will play Ohio State, Michigan State, and then you have to probably give them an easier game. Uh, as they're, they're, I guess Minnesota because they have the the little brown jug. But you lose like the Michigan Penn State game a lot, or you lose Ohio State Penn State. I, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot goes into it if you get rid of the division. Divisions aren't good, but there are certain aspects of them that are good. Yeah, and no, that's, I, that's, it's a big risk. It is, and. You know, one of the obviously the over one of the overarching issues here is conferences have gotten too big to play round robin. That's why we have divisions. But there is something to be said for being a division champion that you would lose like Wisconsin. It's a big deal for Wisconsin when they win the division championship. It was a big deal for Iowa this last year when they won the division championship. It was a really big deal for Missouri when they won the SEC East. You lose that. okay? you're taking away more. Chances to to hang a hat on something for these programs. I remember and, covering a SEC championship game, and Arkansas was there, and he yeah. used to nut was the coach, and he was talking about, "Hey, we won the West, and that that meant something." The real problem is the leagues are just too big. Yeah, go back to exactly. the smaller leagues. Uh, where, I would rather where see. I would rather see them uh, have a more diverse schedule. Honestly, like I, they don't feel like conferences right now. So how how can we like like you were saying like let's 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 see the Wisconsin's play you know ohio state more often or or see the tennessees play lsu more often like let's see that game yeah i think i think the way the sec had it going and maybe uh, this may be dated but as i recall it was like south carolina is going to play lsu twice every 14 years right right so you're gonna have one visit from lsu in 14 years texas texas a&m just got to georgia for the first time right yeah is it like is this really a conference no right I mean, no. like, or is this because you're playing Georgia's playing Georgia Tech every year? You mm-hmm. play Clemson every couple of years. Like, yeah, no, to, to quote, you don't Dan know Wetzel, anybody. It's, it's a TV channel, 
right? I mean, that's basically what you said, what the, these conferences have become. Uh, and that's it. The, the size makes that a problem. And that's one thing I think we will see inevitably with the SEC. According, you know, when you talk to people, when they do add Oklahoma and Texas, they, they will go to something different, scheduling pods or whatever. Um, but I don't think you will have divisions there. And again, I do think there will be something lost in that. You know, not necessarily for Alabama or Georgia, where winning a division is just a step along the way to doing something bigger. But for the schools that do get a chance to win a division and aren't going to win a national championship, you do lose uh, a, a substantial potential achievement for them. Absolutely. Get get to Indy. Get to Atlanta. Yeah. Right. Um, get to Vegas is going to be big out. Oh, now that they're, I think Pac-12 is just going to stay in Vegas, right? Yes. Do it in mm-hmm. Vegas now. Yeah. So that is a as a that is a dangerous thing, but it would uh, absolutely take away the Big tw- Big Ten's argument. Maybe they got to come up with a new argument because they don't want to do this. Uh, the alliance uh, scheduling, if this does go down, so they would drop from from nine to eight. I don't think fans will want that. Big Ten fans want to play other Big Ten schools. Uh, you know, you have Rutgers and and Maryland that don't really excite the masses too much, but that takes time. But otherwise, it's a Midwestern league that wants to play other Midwestern teams. It sounds good. Like you're going to, oh, we'll play some Pac-12 team. And you immediately think USC or Clemson's coming. Well, there's mm-hmm. only one USC and there's only one Clemson. <laughs> That's right. There are more 14 likely to get... teams in the ACC and 12 in the Pac-12. And sometimes you're going to play duds. Yeah. Who's, who's going to be excited when Oregon College. State comes in? Yeah. yeah. Boston College, Minnesota, right? Okay. Like. You know, or, or Oregon State, Iowa, or I'd watch it, <laughs> dude. We watch. You'd watch everything. anything, Sully. Yeah, sure. we, we, we 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 watch everything. We watch. We know what Flow Sports Plus is, not just Flow Sports. <laughs> or what was it? What's that? Fox Sports Southwest Plus. Yeah, Fox Sports yeah. Southwest Plus. That was Plus. in the dog days of trying to find some FCS games in the middle of the pandemic. That was. Ooh. <laughs> No, when we were, yeah, no, no, last spring when we were watching ESPN Plus for all the, yeah, the FCS uh, games, yeah, yeah, FCS games. Those were the days when we were, you know, theoretically living under the bridge, you know, just taking what we could get. I think you'd run up, like, I I get, oh, we gotta, we gotta be that, that damn SEC, they accepted the bids of Oklahoma and Texas, which we would have done also. But like, at some point, you gotta get over the jealousy, right? Like, I'm so mad. That that guy went out with the 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 head cheerleader because I wanted to go out with the head cheerleader. So I'm not like at some point you're like, well, what did they do? What did the yeah. SEC do? Right. And yeah. who would you rather play? That's I, I would think, sir. I, I as you said, it would be great to poll the fans on that if they, every school polled their fans and see what they said. But yeah, like if if you if you want to take a road trip to games, okay, yeah, there might be some allure in going to Eugene for the first time ever. But it's also a lot more expensive and harder. And so if you are a Wisconsin fan and it's like, well, we could go to Happy Valley, which isn't easy either, but we can drive there as opposed to we got to fly to Eugene. You know, it's just harder to do to go to these games unless you've got bags of money and not that many fans do. And you're boxing yourself out of theoretically scheduling more SEC teams in the future. Well, for sure. And that, that, that's the, the that's the conference you want to play. Yeah, and the old lament is, you know, well, they'll never come. They need to come play in the Midwest. Well, that's one way to ensure they will not play in the Midwest is to not schedule them. Mm-hmm. Now, then again, I'm looking, you know, a lot of this is already done because these are big. Wisconsin, let's just take Wisconsin, okay? So they're yep. playing Washington State home and home. Okay. They've got an Alabama home and home. Yeah, that's beautiful. They get Notre Dame and Green Bay. They finally rescheduled that. And a pit home and home. They got a Utah, UCLA, Virginia Tech. So those are all same. Yeah, those are some so fun games. Actually, nothing really changes other than the Alabama home and home. All right, let's add, let's try Michigan State. Michigan State home and home with Washington, Boston College, Notre Dame again. They got an at BYU in 32. <laughs> Maybe it's not that much different. Yeah, that sounds fairly alliced, you know. Yeah, we're pretty alliced up anyway. All right, disregard. But I, I don't know. I, I, I would think you'd. I think you'd want that. Tennessee just signed something with Washington. So that was an alliance breakup. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm ready for 2030, y'all. I already got the hookup <laughs> on the boat situation. A little tailgating. <laughs> My brother lives up there. Let's go. That's a matchup of two great boat tailgating programs right there. Yeah. You know, Tennessee River versus um, 
Montlake or whatever the heck it is, wherever they yeah. tailgate. Yeah. It's not Puget Sound, is it? No, no, no. no it's you can get there, but yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, it's it's a gorgeous little area, and you can go through the little the locks. You can go through the locks right there, and it's yeah, really it's super cool. Yeah. That's a gorgeous campus. So it is really nice. Mm-hmm. Washington's at Tennessee 2029. And then, uh, yeah, go meet Sully up in Seattle. There we go. 2030. Yep. September 9th. Uh, no, I'm sorry. September 7th, 2030. Okay. So let's, little... let's go ahead and book travel. Right. Yeah. Let's My grandkids will be there and I don't even have a kid yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Speaking of, of Wisconsin, we mentioned the Caleb Williams has still not made his decision. There was a, uh, Again, one of these times we're gonna we're gonna be dated. But if we had we we had adhered to that principle, we never would have mentioned Caleb Williams. I know, right? If we, yeah, for for two weeks we've been saying any day now. And so somebody on the internet put out a picture that suggested Caleb Williams has an email address associated with USC. Now that's that a could classic be true stage, or it could be fake. I don't know. Yeah, but it's a classic stage of the transfer portal. It is. Emails. Yeah. You know, we, we we got flight tracking for coaching searches, and now we've got email mm-hmm. uh, tracking for for the transfer portal. What a what a sport! It's uh, tremendous. But then there was a lot of rumors about Wisconsin, <laughs> Caleb Williams to Wisconsin. Now I don't know. We'll see if this is true. Did you find? If you can answer this, Pat. Was it believable? And then would you would you prefer that? <laughs> was it believable? Um, let's For just all say, we know right now that he signed with Wisconsin. So I don't know. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, and, and if he has, then I will go ahead and look like an imbecile by saying this. But to me, that was like the dumbest rumor to be taken seriously. I have heard yet in terms of the transfer portal or any sort of player movement like that. I, Wisconsin. This is a guy who wants to go be an NFL ready quarterback. There's a wide open spot playing for Lincoln Riley, whose quarterbacks are all first round picks. Or you could go to Wisconsin, where passing offense goes to die. I'm looking up right now where Wisconsin finished uh, nationally in, in passing last year. Let's Russell see. Wilson isn't good enough for you. Russell Wilson isn't good uh, that, enough for you. That was one, one year, year like <laughs> many years ago, like and at least two coaches ago. They have so. taken a lot of like NC. That gets NC State fans chapped. That whole, it's like when um, Jalen Hurts is deemed a a Lincoln Riley, not Old a pack uh, of Badgers. <laughs> I don't know. I would have loved but, to seen it if it if it happened. Wisconsin that was one hundred and twentieth out of one hundred and thirty in passing yards. Only, oh. Room to improve. <laughs> yeah, eleven touchdowns, thirteen interceptions, a whopping <laughs> six point nine yards per attempt. It could also be the the inefficiencies of Graham Mertz on display. Well, I, Caleb Williams, I, they have good offensive line, a lot of blocking, a lot of lot of blocking. Uh, USC a lot of blocking. lacks the trenches, man. They're not good in the trenches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. If you want to play behind a line that's probably not going to get you hit, fine. If your idea of of excitement is to throw the ball eighteen times per game while handing off forty two, great. You go right ahead. I, I, it seemed odd, and maybe we're again, maybe we're proven wrong. Like if I was going to, we talked about this early on. If you were going to go to the Midwest, go to Michigan. Now we don't know if Harbaugh will be there or not, or Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame is sitting there needing, you know, with not, not, nobody, and they they will pass the ball, and they've got every other thing you need. I, I would love loved to it. see the portal. I would have loved it because it's like it's a. This is what I think the portal can become. Right is. Where can I go to fit in and win? It's it's a little like the NFL. We're looking at like Brady bails on the Patriots and goes to Tampa, wins the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford leaves Detroit. He goes right to the Rams, bang, right in. They could win the Super Bowl still, right? They got a shot. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, does he bail and go to your Broncos or something like that, right? Bring it on. Yeah, I think you'd be pretty happy. Um, but it's like pick your spot and some of the spots, again, the stuff, that matters when you're 17, 16, no longer matters when you're 19, 20. And you're sitting there going, hey, I need this. I need that. Not do I love their fight song? Is it close to mom and dad or whatever? I don't yeah. know. We'll see. No. But uh, I would love to see a, a Wisconsin win big in the portal someday. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think it would be but fantastic for college football. They can win big in the portal, but it's not going to be quarterbacks who want to sling it around. I just looked it up here, uh, and it's not just a Graham Mertz thing. The last time Wisconsin ranked in the top 90. 
in passing offense was 2015. So it's been seven years since they were even in the top 90. Uh, I'm not, if I, I am not Caleb Williams sitting there listening to Paul Chris say, oh yeah, we'll open it up for you and believing it. He hasn't. So it brings up the quarterbacks, how Wisconsin uh, adopted quite quickly um, Russell Wilson, right? He played there one year and then they, they, yeah. they cheer him on and you have the NFL playoffs going on and you can, you know, certainly if you're a, your, your former guys doing well, you're very excited, right? Sully, yeah. I, I believe you became a, a, a Peyton Manning fan. You stayed, you stayed a Peyton Manning fan, right? Tennis Absolutely. I, I was Manning. cheering on the Colts, except for the Super Bowl. I, I, I'm Seahawks fan first. So I was one of the only people on campus that, that wasn't rocking the Peyton Manning Broncos jersey. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, to your point, it was like when Peyton Manning was in the Super Bowl, it's Broncos jerseys everywhere. Yeah, everyone's excited. It's your guy. He picked the same school as you. You watched him develop. I mean, it makes total sense. So here's a couple interesting things, right? So we go into this um, final four in the NFL. So Joe Burrow, the LSU fans are very excited. Interesting thing about Joe Burrow, he obviously plays in Cincinnati, plays in Ohio. He was at Ohio State and they chose Dwayne Haskins over Joe Burrow. I don't think we can kill Ohio State for that decision, but it was not the proper one. (laughs) Right. He was banged um, up too, right? There's that's that classic. Yeah, he was banged up. It's I don't. It's not really a hunt, but whatever. He yeah, it happened. Like yeah, if you talk to Burrow, he did not feel like he got the fairest of shots for that starting job at Ohio State. So let's put it this way: if you had known it was going to be this Joe Joe Burrow was Joe Burrow, <laughs> you you <laughs> you stick with him, right? So Ohio State has not had good quarterbacks. I think is it Tom Zach. <laughs> Mike Tomzak, Mike Tomzak, is that the best guy to come through there? Oh, before the Meyer group, I don't know. Craig, 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 quarterback. Oh, come on, there's got to be better. Really, Craig Krenzel was was a very good college quarterback who did he, he played a little bit in the NFL as as did Tomzak. I mean, Tomzak played way more than Krenzel. Tomzak's not that good, but he like. He was a starter for a few years. Justin Fields is probably already better. Justin wise. Fields has the chance to change this narrative. They have not had good quarterbacks. Let me let me find this. Hold on. I mean, I guess it's true, but I mean, stunned at the thought that since Ohio State QBs in the NFL, this is per the Sporting News. Art Schleister, he went zero and six, and and <laughs> went, went, spent a lot of time in federal penitentiaries. Well, yeah, you know, he paid his debt to society <laughs> over and over and over. Tom Zach, 42 wins and 31 losses. Really? He okay. threw 88 TDs and 106 interceptions in the NFL. Okay. Tom Tupa, wasn't he a punter? He was both. Okay. Tom Tupa went four and nine. Kent Graham, uh-huh. 17 and 21. Yeah. Bobby Hoying, three, nine and one. Joe Germain. Oh, my. Never started. Yeah. Uh, he had one TD and two interceptions. Craig Krenzel went three and two. You talking of Craig Krenzel. Troy Smith went four and four. Terrell Pryor went three and seven. Cardell Jones never started, apparently. Played four seasons. Oh, no, he's fourth round. I'm sorry. Dwayne Haskins went three and ten. Now, this may be li- uh, dated a little bit. So, uh, no, not really. Yeah, that's Ohio State. Ohio State quarterbacks, like, are not good. Yeah. Remember, no, there was that- a long stretch where the Alabama had never had anybody win a playoff game. Right. 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 Like it's it, it defies belief that these the schools that dominate college football have not had great co- these great NFL quarterbacks. Yeah. So how and then on the flip. So let's Joe Burrow has a chance to be the greatest quarterback. We'll see what Fields does. All right. But Joe Burrow's way ahead of Justin Fields right now. He's way ahead of Justin Fields. He's going to be the best quarterback that ever was at Ohio State. <laughs> and they don't get to enjoy him because yeah. they never saw him play. And uh, on the flip, Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback they ever had at Michigan. They had much a much better, a more robust list. And, like, they didn't really love him that much. No, he was like a one-year starter, right? Yeah, like the second half of the games, and he's yeah. kind of starter. And, like, I go, you see people with the Brady 10 jersey. Like, nobody had that thing. <laughs> no, nobody Now you got team. it. His highlights coming back from Alabama in the Citrus Bowl. That was it. Now, right? Michigan fans have sort of adopted Brady, but it, it's it's a hard, it's not the same. And then at the same time, you have like like Texas Tech and Wyoming fans are just all in on Mahomes. Like Josh Allen is a hero in Wyoming. 
Oh, it's oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, they, like he is, he is the god of of a Wyoming. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Garoppolo is obviously popular at Eastern Illinois, Romo before, but I don't know they have many fans. But like no. in Wyoming, they are living vicariously through Josh Allen, and same with Mahomes at Tech. I don't know if Georgia fans even love Matthew Stafford or they even remember he was there. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think they're fine with him. He, you know, he he got him. I think the year they ended up number two in the nation in like 2007. Admirable, he was the I think they're yeah. still a little salty that they had Marino, Green, and 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 Stafford and didn't win one with them. So I think they're a little salty. There's a little bit of like, mm, how do we not do it then? Type. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was the Mark Rick days when they would just find a way to screw up, you know, mm-hmm. but... No, the 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 Wyoming fans are boy, they're something. I, I you want to talk about a little bit of revisionism? I mean, I'm sure they they loved him, loved Josh Allen then, but now I've got people telling me he was the greatest single prospect in NFL history at quarterback. How could you not say he was going to be great? It's like, wait a minute, dude completed like sixty percent of his passes, and every time they played a Power Five team, he was bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, a horrible then, game his his last year against Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. And one right? against Iowa, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had some struggles. Um, he is a man, is he good now? Oh, Whew. he's incredible. I mean, but the improvement is amazing. I, I went to the senior bowl and watched him with uh with Pete for a week overthrow receivers, throw the ball like eight feet over their head into the stands there at that lad people's stadium. And then he's figured it out, man. He's made a lot of strides. The uh, Wyoming he had folks five yeah, they, picks against Nebraska. They lost 52 to 17 to Nebraska. He was 16 of 32 for 189 yards and five interceptions yeah. against Nebraska. It's not there was great. A pick six in there. Yeah, I mean, this is why you just don't know. He was so good last week. Well, anyway, Wyoming fans always love them because they love anyone who will come to Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, I mean, he's good. He was good for a while. But yeah, I just find it funny that like some fans fan bases are like. Just they can just just go crazy over their guy and other, like Ohio State's never. <laughs> I guess Fields will get all of the attention now, and he'll probably be pretty good. He's going to be good to potentially really good. Like I, I think he will take over that list. I feel pretty confident he will beat out Mike Tomzak <laughs> as the great. <laughs> How does that happen? I I don't know. I mean, it's astounding when you start reeling Regan off. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. But that's the problem. Like JT Barrett never made it in the league. Braxton Miller was a receiver. As you mentioned, Troy Smith, who was a landslide Heisman winner, didn't become, you know, anything. So uh, it's it's tricky. It is very tricky translating college success to Dennis uh, NFL success. That's why we see the NFL get it wrong as often as they do. These are people that are paid a lot of money to do one thing, to figure out which quarterback to draft, and they still get it wrong a fair amount of the time. The other thing on NFL angle on this is they finally hired coaches uh, after it was 18 days after uh, the firing Monday that, you know, after the end of the season that they finally had the first hire and it was the, it was the Broncos. Um, Everybody interviewed like five, six guys, all this different process. Like it's so different than college. Yeah. And and the NFL screws up and hires terrible coaches. So I'm not saying this system actually works, but like I, it has to be a better system when you can just sit there and go, all right, we have an opening. We want to talk to like six people and see what we think. In the cloak of darkness, we hire this guy because he just won the, you know, he's won the New Mexico Bowl and you didn't think he would. Right. No, I, I agree. I, 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 I hate the way colleges do it. The, you know, super secretive and then rush, rush, rush. And yeah, we'll dismantle the season. We'll, we'll screw over the bowl game, whatever. You know, I mean, everything has to be done around the recruiting calendar and that's where, to go back to the topic we hit on a couple of pods ago, of, you know, there, there's a much better way to organize the college football calendar than the way it currently is. And that's one of the biggest parts of it is the, the hiring and firing season has become a complete mess. All right. Two defensive coordinator movements. You can tell me whether this matters more than, than normal. Michigan's defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, who came in for one year from the Baltimore Ravens is heading back to Baltimore to be the defensive coordinator there. Does this tell you anything about Harbaugh? Is this, how, how big of a deal is this for Michigan? Well, I, we we did have some some text discussion of that before we went on the air. I, I, is this Harbaugh and Harbaugh crime, or was he Family. an emergency loner to uh, to get Jim Harbaugh through a make or break season? Uh, 
probably looks like the latter, but uh, it is interesting. I don't know whether it says that Jim Harbaugh is leaving too. I don't know what it says, but uh, I I think you would quickly jump on going back to the, if you're in NFL, you you go back to the Ravens. Like that's a step up. If you're the defensive coordinator of the Ravens and you do well, you get an NFL head coaching job. If you're the defensive coordinator at Michigan and you do well, you get the central Michigan job. (laughs) (laughs) So, or the Michigan. Who knows? You might not have liked college. I mean, I, I don't, I don't look at that as a bad, that, that is the Harbaugh family is like, that is a, that is like a mafioso. They all work for each other. (laughs) This is the family. Yeah. You get in the family, you stay in the family, you move around. Hey, we got this guy. I think he'd be good. Hey, look good. We're taking him back. Yeah. So yeah. you you reward the cons- the loyal consigliere who went to uh, went to Ann Arbor for a year and comes back now. So McDonald did a tremendous job at Michigan. He also had Aiden Hutchinson and David Ajabu, two top ten picks. Now maybe they got to be top ten picks because of him. And uh, uh, Hill, the the def- the secondary and the defensive back safety who will be a first-round pick. So uh helped with a little something to work with. But D- Don Brown had that stuff, too. So No, that's uh, – well, Sully mentioned there, I mean, you could become the head coach at Michigan. But I, if well, Harbaugh Don leaves, Brown's the head coach at UMass now. So Yes. Oh, and they put out some some frisky video of those guys working out on the mats during the winter. That's right, baby. Yeah, yeah. Look out. Yeah, I, I I always get a kick out of the wintry video. Like we're we're so intense here, man. This is when the season's gonna be won. Yeah, everybody else is doing the same thing. Okay, <laughs> do you even lift, bro? Yeah. Uh, all right, Auburn. Derek Mason leaves, heads to Oklahoma State. Does this mean he thinks Harson's gonna get fired? Does he really? Was he dying to move to Stillwater with the mullet? What do you what 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 are our thoughts here? Dying to move to Stillwater to work for Mike Gundy? No, I, I would suggest this. This is a this is an escape hatch to get out of a a bad situation at Auburn. You know the the Brian Harson. I mean Auburn is as we have discussed many times is its own little crazyville. And Brian Harson comes in and they could, they have chewed up half of his carcass now, and they'll they'll finish off the next half next season, and then he will be out. It was a tough fit. Didn't think the hire made a lot of sense to begin with. Uh, and then not a lot went very well. They didn't have a great season. Uh, although I don't know, I'm not sure who expected them to, but Auburn power brokers don't think that way. And if I were Derek Mason, I would be looking for a chance to get out as well. And he's going to get a nice paycheck uh, at a place where I think Gundy's pretty hands off with the defense. You run the defense the way you want. And he just saw Jim Knowles go from Oklahoma State to Ohio State for nine gazillion dollars. So if you're Derek Mason and you're kind of biding your time for another head coaching job and you don't want to be part of a fired staff at Auburn at the end of 2022, seems like a smart move. Yeah, I think this has a little bit of smoke to it. Look, at Auburn is a basketball and women's gymnastics team. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Bruce Pearl says they're an everything school now. I think, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure the football still applies. Question, uh, maybe. I, I would love to know in a year when like Auburn is 15 and 14 in basketball, whether like any of the students went to any games or knew who anybody hey, on man, the team. Man, everyone loves a winner. Yeah. They're all going to gymnastics. They got SUNY Lee. Come on. This is but, why it's, but their the name it's not on the back of the jersey. This yeah. is the proof. They always go, it, the players had no value. Really? Yeah. When you got good ones, they sell out. When yeah, Jabari Smith. Ones, Jabari Smith adds a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, they they have value. Yeah, not just the name on the front of the jersey. You don't go when they stink. If you have the number one team in any sport, people will start showing up. Yeah, but it's like even if they, even if they're pretty good, I'm not sure they show up at Auburn. You know, if they're twenty and thirteen, I, does anybody care about anything other than recruiting in spring football? All right, so you think Bruce Pearl would be interested in the Louisville job now that that's open? Uh, I think if he, if he were smart, he would not be. Uh, I mean, because you're leaving a place where you can they you can have all the money and they love you and you can do the things you want to do and you can win. Now, you still will always be Auburn basketball to Auburn football. I believe that. Whereas at Louisville, Louisville basketball is the ticket, but... I, I'm not sure you uproot just for that little ego boost, really. I think because I still think you can get everything you want there. And there's just 
I mean, Louisville's just this wild cauldron of uncertainty. You got no president. You got no AD. You don't know how bad the NCAA sanctions are going to be. Who but wants do you to look go at into the, that? Do you look at the shape of the ACC versus the SEC and say, hey, I can go win that league a little easier? Right now, I got Nate Oates right down the street that's that's doing okay this year, but he's, he's building it. You know, I mean, yeah. good. It, LSU's in, good. In theory, the Kentucky, ACC's the generally ACC be better. Always. I mean, Duke generally and North Carolina better. are not – Duke and North Carolina are not stepping back. All right? Maybe for a year, but right. no, no. They will make the moves to, to rectify they that. They will. And so we'll, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's a, it's a tricky one. Auburn's always been to me a, a sleeping kind of giant in basketball, just because the proximity to, um, to Atlanta. Yeah, and what you have they're... to do is what Pearl was the perfect coach there. What you have to do is what Pearl did, which is he is a salesman and a showman as, as well as a, as a winning coach, but he is great at rallying fans and. He, he, you know, he goes on the road and meets with all the fans who show up. He starts meeting them, handing out like pizzas. His classic move, handing out pizzas. But like, yeah, if he's at if he's at Arkansas and there's there's twenty Auburn fans who happen to wander in, he wants to meet them, right? Like, I, I remember covering the. This is a long time ago. This was in Tennessee, but they played Tennessee and uh, Memphis played one two. It was a one two game in Memphis, and the pregame they had the Tennessee like pregame party at some Beale Street bar. And, and and Pearl showed up like yeah, an hour and a half yeah. before the game to like talk on the microphone to all the Tennessee fans that were there. Like that's part of what he does. And he builds this excitement at wherever he's at. I'd be interested to see, does he stay? Cause he's got, he can, he's got it rolling, but we'll, it's almost like when Calipari used to have to do all that stuff. Then he got Kentucky and he just sort of exhaled. Like I no longer have to fight for attention. I no longer have to battle people. I just can just, like all the extra stuff you used to have to do, you no longer have to do. Right. You yeah. wonder if Pearl would enjoy that or is he like, I I'm did. at Bruce Pearl. He was at Southern Illinois, like this D2 program, and he's getting like 5,000 people in the stands. He was crazy. Yeah. Southern Indiana. Yeah. Southern yeah. Indiana. I'm sorry. Yeah. Southern Indiana in, in Evansville. I went to a game. Yeah. yeah. The place rocking. And he was getting better crowds or something close to Evansville, if not better. Yeah, because no, just, he. I mean, he likes relentless. that part of the job. That's yeah. that's his personality. I mean, the guy was the mascot at Boston College at one point, right. you know. So, but one game. Uh, one game. No, I, I just looked. There's seven Georgia guys on Auburn's roster. All their best players come from athletes of tomorrow out of Atlanta. Jabari Smith, who's you know maybe the number one pick, is from that program. That's they tapped into that pipeline, and you can do that at Auburn. Uh, right now, and you can do that and not even get postseason sanctions, and away they go. Hey, it's a good, it's good, good time to be. His 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 kryptonite is <laughs> no longer uh, operational. He can now throw barbecues. <laughs> yeah, throw barbecues, get us sponsored. <laughs> Still, probably can't do barbecues during a non-contact period. Well, but probably not. I, well, played, I played Bruce Pearl in a play once, actually. <laughs> Did you really in Wait, a play? What? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> in college. What? Uh, what play? <laughs> uh, it was. It's. It's a play competition uh, at Tennessee. And Wait, you were an actor? Yeah, I actually, won actor of the year at one point. <laughs> Whoa, we're getting all <laughs> okay. kinds of new information here. Actor of what of the year? <laughs> of, Who of voted this competition? on this? Like not the Oscar. Of, of like, this you have an Oscar. I was, I played Pumbaa, and I was the male actor of the year. It was, it was I turned in quite the quite the performance for playing a warthog. <laughs> you played. Were you in Streetcar Named Desire? Did you yes. do that? Like, can you sing? Yeah. What's going on, son? I I, I, I actually rapped as Bruce Pearl. What? You were a rapping Bruce Pearl in uh -huh. a play. Yeah, that was that was in full. I had an orange and white. I had like a, a orange and white chef's outfit at a at a cookout. And I, got, I can't I got, believe you've kept all this from us. We all have video. Is there video? There is video somewhere. It's I on DVD. Send this guy, we need the video. It's on, it's on DVD. I demand the video. I will not give you video from the isolation cell unless I get this video. We can do it right now. I want the video of you acting. Sully. Acting as, a, as an actor of the year, Warthog, or as a rapping Bruce Pearl. We'll take either one. And in the role of rapping Bruce Pearl, Sean Sullivan. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we we did Ice Ice Baby and remix. And, and, oh, my well. goodness. Mm -hmm. Wow. I, could, I couldn't get I, it down. I, I was terrible at rapping. And then 
shocking. Stunned. Stunned. And then, uh, and then I, I nailed it on stage. It was awesome. It was quite the, quite the performance. You could give me original cast Hamilton front row seats and I would choose watching this. <laughs> I've never wanted to see a play more than this. <laughs> I would stub hub any number, any amount of money to watch this play. This was, this was, these are like on campus productions, Sully? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's been going on for, my dad was in it at Tennessee. Like it's been going on for a hundred years, this play really? competition. Yeah. Wow. Called Carnicus. I, I I just, I just couldn't be more excited. <laughs> this is a, I don't a whole new side of Sean Sullivan we're finding I've, out here. I've been uh, been out of school for so long. They're on DVD. I don't even have them digitally. So we'll see what we can dig up. Oh well, well it, dig it up. Yeah, you try hard. We, we run a. Yeah, Yahoo is a very big company. We can get that thing. I think we can get it formatted. Digitized. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got people. We got Tech people. Company, make it happen. I need this. I need this. <laughs> I, I'm so stunned. The only thing I can do right now is play a game of would you eat it? Would you eat it? Okay. So yeah. you guys do not know what's coming. No, this is a surprise. This is not a surprise deal. Okay. McDonald's on uh, January 31st, apparently is going to uh, put a few of their food hacks on the, from their secret menu or the unofficial menu apparently will appear on their app. Let's go. I don't have the McDonald's app, so it probably does. <laughs> but we're going to play Would You Eat It on the okay. McDonald's hacks. Okay. Now, McDonald's is not making anything new. They're just reformatting. Would You Eat It? The Hash Brown McMuffin. Yes. This item. <laughs> I got to describe it, Sully. <laughs> I love their hash browns. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can, you okay. Sully's a yes for everything. You could put some pretty gross things between their hash browns and uh, I'd eat it. All right. Well, yeah. this is you, this is pretty basic. You take the sausage muffin with egg, and then you throw a hash brown inside of it. Yeah. That's, Would you eat that's it? That's a Sully's no doubt. A yes. oh, I yeah, always that's... already do that with my hash brown, so. Do you? Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're a yeah, early adapter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like their ha their hash browns. Oh, you don't? Gosh. No. What's wrong with them? I like them. I just don't like them. I don't them. order them often. I usually well, just I get the straight. I haven't eaten one in like 10 years. I, mean, okay. I, just, I got the I sausage McMuffin with egg. It's 10 o'clock. I'm going to order it. I'm going to see if I can get my McDonald's order see in. See if you can order it right yeah. now. Right while now. While we play this. Okay. Yeah. It is Next making me one. hungry talking about this. The you. Crunchy Double. The Crunchy Double. Okay. This is from foodandwine.com, by the way. It's probably their most read story ever. Uh, the crunchy double. If you've ever taken a bite of a double cheeseburger and thought, I wish this was topped with McNuggets, oh, you're in luck. No, no. no yeah. No. You get a double cheeseburger. They throw an order of McNuggets. I'm guessing the four piece on top with some tangy barbecue sauce to top no. it all off with. So inside your burger will be four nuggets or no. six. No. No. The crunchy double. Pat, no. Solid. No, you're overcomplicating things here. Yeah, I don't need that. If if I'm, <laughs> it, I'm gonna I'm gonna get if I want a chicken and a burger, some sort of combo. I'm gonna get the McChicken and the McDouble and put those two together. Oh, you no, might oh, get okay. So it's it's the it's the nugget that's the issue. It's the right. vehicle for the chicken. Correct. I haven't eaten okay. the chicken nuggets since I was in like high school, but I I definitely do not want them fouling up a burger. No. Sully going, I don't need it. <laughs> like, you need anything. <laughs> the crunchy double. Would you eat it? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't think, yeah, I mean, just get, I don't need it all together. I'm with, mm -hmm. I'm with Sully. There, I'm repeating them. All right, this is where we start getting interesting now. The surf and turf. Oh, the yeah. surf and turf. When you can't, <laughs> can't decide between a double cheeseburger or a filet -O fish <laughs> why not both? <laughs> okay. So they're going to take the uh, the double cheeseburger, okay? And so double cheeseburger is cheeseburger, cheeseburger bun with, yeah. you know, the toppings. Essentially, you would split the, the two cheeseburgers. <laughs> so you would go bun, cheeseburger, then you would lift the roof off. <laughs> then you would go bun, filet fish cheese, tartar sauce, bun, cheeseburger bun. That's a that's a big old sandwich, and the answer is hell no. <clears throat> they, they, the the premise is you put it when you can't decide between the two. I can always decide, and the decision is never a fillet of fish sandwich. So, I don't want 
filet of fish, period. And I sure as hell don't want it befouling my burger. I agree. I'm out on the filet of fish. Can't do it. No. Out. Well, I, to call this the surf and turf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is an insult to every steakhouse surf and turf. I knew a I knew a, a woman in college who thought she admitted when she was younger she thought the filet she thought a filet mignon was a filet of fish. Oh come on! Yeah, because she oh, didn't. God, all she heard was filet. <laughs> she didn't know the like someone. I it was that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did she graduate uh, from college? I believe she. I believe she did. Oh, okay. she did. Okay. I mean, you just don't know if you never heard of a. I mean, not all of us are like high. Polluting people like you, Pat, who knew what filet mignon was when you were in high school. <laughs> How many filet mignons have you had? As a teenager? Like, I didn't, you know. I mean, a couple at least. Enough to know. Uh, Hell yeah. I didn't know. I had no filet mignon in high school. All right, here we go. The, the creme de la creme. The land, air, and sea. Would you eat it? The land, <laughs> air, and sea. Okay, uh, it is the Big Mac. It is the McChicken. That's the air because the chicken, <laughs> chicken really can barely fly, fly. <laughs> barely. <laughs> and then our friend the filet fish comes back. So, okay, let me let me describe this sucker to you. Oh my god. Okay, according to this little chart I've got here. <laughs> got so the Big Mac is bun, burger, bun, burger, bun. Right? You got that extra yeah. bun in the middle. That's kind of the fun yeah. part. Yeah. Uh, plus all the all the stuff in there. You are now going bun, burger, filet, bun, burger, McChicken, <laughs> bun. So you're not adding you're not adding like seven layers of of like bun. You're not some buns are getting lost, but there's still a lot of yeah. And it is uh it's uh that that's it. It's uh, select restaurants will have layer land, air, and sea. Those select restaurants need to be, like, nuked. That's the biggest <laughs> atrocity in the history of food. I, I cannot imagine eating anything that horrendous. That is awful. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. You can't do that. We used to do the chicken and the, and the, and the uh, burger combo in college, but not with the filet of fish Did you really? Yeah. The tartar sauce. I mean, what? You don't want that on a burger. No, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, what is the what is the sauce denominator there? It's got to just be like the Big Mac secret sauce. Yeah, doesn't it? Like, yeah, you can I only have mayo, that sauce. I don't want the mayo of the McChicken, and I don't want that tartar sauce anywhere near this thing. <laughs> a burger and tartar sauce? Damn, that's nasty. Be the, the buns, the bun is sesame seed, so they keep the Big Mac. I just, I don't. Yeah, I don't get. Maybe this is. Uh, this could be very popular. What do I know? Uh, if that's popular, well, we've lost our way as a country. I would. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, we can't do this. Uh, it seems like is it that is it that difficult to just eat a Big Mac and a McChicken? <laughs> that's yeah. That's that, that's the point here. If you mm -hmm. want all of it, then have it separately. What what are we even talking about? You have to like unhinge your jaw to get it around <laughs> all that. <laughs> yeah, you need like a, a Python jaw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, well, come on. Uh, would you eat it? So no, I'm a no. 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 Right. Sorry, McDonald's. I, I don't know how McDonald's come up with four things that I didn't want to eat any of them. You guys are only in on the hash brown McMuffin. Yeah, that's yeah. it. All right, do better, McDonald's. Do yeah, better. Stop trying so hard. All right, finally, in the story sent most to us this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, it include it it, it 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 bridges a couple of our favorite topics: animal attacks and meth. <laughs> The trial of an Alabama man accused by police of keeping an attack squirrel that he made more aggressive by giving it meth has been well delayed. <laughs> more Mickey eagle. Paul. I mean, I got to get a boat in there. I yeah, I mean, it's 50-50 which way yeah. this guy goes. Mm -hmm. Where's he from? Is it like Athens, Alabama or something? Huntsville. Or? Huntsville. Okay, Huntsville. so it could Huntsville. be either one, yeah. His, his trial is delayed because he was... <laughs> arrested for other things as well um needless to say uh including having um like body armor and uh drug paraphernalia narcotics investigators uh found uh, meth drug paraphernalia body armor and a, and, and a squirrel <laughs> and a squirrel <laughs> and a squirrel <laughs> uh, legendary quote from the uh 
believe it was the Huntsville PD or no, the Limestone County Sheriff's Office. Quote, the public isn't endangered from the meth out squirrel. <laughs> he's not on meth, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Better not find out he's on meth anyway. I don't think he likes that blank. This is from an actual. Oh, no, that's from Paul. Is that from the guy who did it? Oh, I'm sorry. That's that's not from the sheriff's office. Oh. Apparently, this guy said that on his Facebook. Okay. People. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> how, like, I have to admit, I don't know how somebody ingests meth, but how do you administer it to a squirrel? Like, is it smoked? Is it injected? Is it snorted? And so how do you tell the, how do you train the squirrel to snort meth or whatever? I would imagine you put it in its food. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, can you eat meth? Don't you have to like shoot it in your arm or something like under a bridge? Squirrels have very small arms. It'd be kind of hard to shoot it in there. It's yeah. true. They, 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 yeah, they'd have the tracks would be obvious. Um, <laughs> squirrel meth tracks. There we go. I don't. Um, uh, this is from Limestone County Sheriff Mike Blakely. There's no safe way to test the squirrel for meth. So he doesn't know <laughs> if this is true or not. <laughs> I just, I mean, what you are could we do, doing? You could do anything. You could smoke it, snort it, ingest it, or inject it. So okay. you, can, you can put it in like his little bowl of nuts and turn him into a meth squirrel. <laughs> I would just like to point out to our bosses that we don't know how to take meth, and I think that's a good thing. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think right? you guys should feel pretty good about it. That's us. right. Take some solace. Don't fire in me that. for Googling it. Don't fire right. me. Right. Yeah. 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 I was only on the company computer. How to take meth. Okay. Here's a red flag. <laughs> yeah. HR will be in touch with you later today. Yes. So. Uh, certainly. What? was the purpose well and also like how much is a squirrel going to protect you if it's an attack squirrel that's there to like protect the property wouldn't you get like a rottweiler and Let make that make it a meth dog a instead of a meth squirrel, squirrel? On meth comes after me i am running <laughs> i am free. that's gonna give you that's gonna give you at least 10 to 15 seconds of separation time to get away from whatever <laughs> Okay. It's going to be rapidly running around whoever's trying to attack you's face, <laughs> and yeah, I'm I'm terrified of a mess squirrel. Okay, it, also very hard. Those things move like you can't just shoot it. Like a no, yes, I know. Squirrels are very they got good. They got fast twitch, man. <laughs> three cone drill. Yeah, they 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 would be good in the three cone. There's no doubt about it. They they do have change of direction. <laughs> They also don't know where they're going. I mean, if you watch them, they're spastic. They're running around all over the they're place. They're nervous. Are you sure they're going to go attack somebody? Can you count on the attack squirrel to actually attack? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, this guy might know what he's doing. Maybe. Maybe he's a genius. Maybe that's going to be the next wave of uh, home protection animals. Meth, I thought meth the meth squirrels. heads, they were very into, like, their meth. They don't share. They want to share. <laughs> well, from that standpoint, you, you probably don't have to give much to a squirrel. That's true. You know? mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, theoretically, a small dose. Boy, we need college football season to come back. People in <laughs> Alabama are losing their damn marbles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come See, on, people. You lose Unless a championship game. Yeah, to just lose a championship game or go six and six, and all of a sudden. Yeah, look what happened. <laughs> look what happened. Well, Imagine if Alabama Georgia. goes six and six. What is going to happen? Oh, my God. Then everything's on meth. Uh, all once animals. Saban's gone, that state is just gonna, yeah, it's gonna descend into just random like yard animals. Social media wasn't really around the last time Bama was bad, so we <laughs> there could have been meth squirrels in two thousand four with Shula running around, but there could have been. Hey, if Auburn had methed up some squirrels, <laughs> then that guy who poisoned the tree would have got bit while he's trying to do it. That's true. Ooh, that's a they great need, point. You have the yeah. meth squirrel. Meth, method. I don't even know how to tumor. say it. Meth up squirrel <laughs> guarding tumors, corners, trees, yes. and we wouldn't have been in this. Ooh, that's like Harvey Updike. Harvey, Harvey Updike. Freaking Updike. Yep. Huh. Said, they said, why'd you do it? He said, I had too much Bama in me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Immortal quote. I think the, the they must have like veterinary science over at Auburn. I think. Oh, they're big on vet science. Big. Yeah. You yeah. should work so. on the squirrel. Yeah. Squirrel situation. Yep, the squirrel squadron to get them, get them cranked up on the meth and have them guard the trees. I love you it. You have like a mix of flying squirrels too, so you have like air and <laughs> you have like 
infantry and air squirrels. Yes. Yep. Can do it. All right. That's got to be our pod. Let me tell you <laughs> what. When I'm stuck in the isolation chamber in some Chinese prison, the things I'm going to think up to do for this show. <laughs> if you think this show is stupid now, just wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait till Wetzel is alone and sober for three weeks. <laughs> we had the national championship game this month. We're not even that deep in the playoffs. So we're on mess squirrel. So keep with us because this is going to be fun. Put me in solitary for a couple weeks. This is, I'm going to come out with like mush. <laughs> maybe, maybe you'll write your next epic athletes book from there. I'll be like that. What was the one? The old guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, in Shawshank, who had the pet bird. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Epic <laughs> athletes, the stripper monkey. <laughs> Good Lord. Let's go, China. Light that torch. Uh, I, can, I can smell the torch from my isolation camp. Talk to you guys later.